This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Reds Report, Barnsley FC's longest-running podcast. We are part of the TalkSport Fans Network and sponsored by Barnsley Sport. Um, every match during the season gets you three points for a win, one for a draw and naffal for a loss. After a 2-0 win over Oxford, Tuesday's visit up Ipswich felt a little bit more than just another match, though. Two informed teams going head-to-head with an automatic promotion, all but sealed for one and still an outside chance for the other. Uh, evening didn't go as planned. And as we know, the team from East Anglia, uh, East Anglia eventually left Oakwell with three points. So what happened? Um, it's the Ipswich autopsy and a little bit about Oxford as well. Here to talk everything Barnsley FC is the man with the best blog out there. Because <laughs> you can say that, can't you? That's just the innuendo there. <laughs> it's Ian from the Times blog. Good evening, Ian. I've never been introduced as the, the man with the biggest blog. <laughs> well, <thank you>. well, <laughs> I, I talked to your lass and she says, what he'll like is if you... <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> and I would normally at this point introduce you, Steve Andrews, now. Some say he's gone to the cinema this evening. However, we all know he's gone five days at work and he's probably laid in bed with a cocoa, his steady and slippers on watching is it still in the night guard or has it gone off so there's no there's no steve this week which means we don't have to edit any swear words at all um right ian um oxford then um we, we never really got out of sort of like third gear it it, it seemed to be we, we know oxford was struggling i think it was clear to see why um 14 shots six on target 47% possession, but we know for Barnsley, possession doesn't mean much because it's what you do with that possession. Um, Tadic and Cole started up front. Tadic, two goals, two assists by Phillips. We talk about Adam Phillips a lot because we say mm-hmm. he keeps sort of like drifting in and out. But if you provide two assists for two goals and a 2-0 home win, you're allowed to drift in and out a bit, I suppose, aren't you? He's <laughs> a... It, He's a real conundrum, isn't he, Adam Phillips? And and I don't wish to be um, sound really bad, but throughout that month or two when he was scoring some like five or six in a row or whatever he did, and he always pops up on the edge of the area, doesn't he? And he's a, he's got a great shot on him. But and but we've been saying it, Duff's been saying it that he he doesn't play for ninety minutes, 
And at time, in a lot of games, it looks like we're carrying him. But then he has this knack that makes you look stupid on a podcast when you're slagging him off one week and then he'll create two assists or he'll score a screamer from 30 yards or he'll do something. And somebody must be thinking, do these guys know what they're talking about? Do they actually watch him? Because <laughs> he really is one of them, isn't he, that if you took him out, what would our stats look like with all the goals he scored? How many points would we be outside the playoffs? But when you when you think of what Connell gives you for 90 minutes or a kitchen gives you for 90 minutes, he does drift in and out, but he, but he it deserves a place just for I mean, you look at those crosses against Oxford, they were just asking to be put away, weren't they, by the strikers? So he is a really, really odd one to discuss that he's not a 90-minute player, but he's a game changer. Is that fair to yeah. say? A hundred percent. And I think we've had episodes that we called um, living off scraps or feeding off scraps. We've had episodes where we said we can't knock the front two because there's no service. And he seems to have changed that like a little bit. As in, he, he scored himself. But these assists, I mean, it's it's like you say, where would we be? It'd be really interesting to see without his assists or goals, where would we be? And and, and it's fair to say that that was, um, that's our preferred 11, isn't it? You, you know, we know the, the back three, we know the two wing backs, we know those three central midfields, we, we know up front as well. And there's not much to say about Oxford. Um, I, I thought, I think you can see why, why, why they are struggling and, and, you know, why they are when they are. And the table doesn't lie after like 42 matches or something. So, um, it, 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 you know, I, I can't say we didn't break a sweat, but it, um, it wasn't one of our most difficult matches at home. And 2-0, it, you almost felt a little bit like, hmm, just 2-0. Because at home, we've had some teams... But these were the teams, like when Plymouth came and Portsmouth came and Derby, these team came to play football. And it felt a little bit like these were probably going to try, but they were never good enough. So they were a bit more hesitant in coming forward. And then it's it, it, it's breaking that wall down. We did it twice. And that then sets us up really nicely. We win nine home games unbeaten. And then um, the Ipswich game, like I said in the introduction, that was always a different one. A, because where they are in the table. B, their form versus or our form. C, you know, potentially that number two slot that was possible, but maybe yeah. not probable for us. Um, the, the, when the team came out, I, I was doing commentary again for the, for the hospital radio and and and, and the, the media officer came with the team sheet. And you look at my first glance, oh, yeah, 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 good team. And Russell, and that was missing. And I, you said it before. I think certain players are maybe replaceable. So if you look at the front two, if we would have started with Tedic instead of Norwood, you would have said, "Well, it's just score to any." So that's all right. If yeah, yeah. if you know, in in goal, Eistad's been really good, but you know, there's Colin defenseman. But Connell has been so pivotal in everything that works well for Barnsley. So before you, when you saw the team, what goes through your head when there is? No, Luca Connell. Um, I hope he's not out for a couple of weeks. That's what I was worried about. That there's a knock, um, and he could miss playoffs because he is so pivotal to us. Um, and then thankfully, it was just like a bit of a sickness for a few hours, wasn't it? So, yeah, he is pivotal to us, but we've got to be careful that we don't over rely on him as well. I think him and Kane work really well. But it was clear when he didn't play, we lost that engine in our engine room. I know Kane tried, don't get me wrong, but we, we missed it. And Russell isn't up to speed, is he? 
we know that and it probably wasn't the best like for like swap really if truth be known we, um, have, have ben, we got a like for like have we got a like for like swap would, would well, benson have fitted in the event well before before christmas i'd have said benson because benson um in the first half of the season even slotted in at right back at, uh, for the cup game against crew and he was kind of like he could fit anywhere and he was willing to play anywhere and and he, he was probably getting seven out of tens whatever but with injuries and stuff he seems to have regressed benson so benson probably pre-christmas or sort of late summer, early autumn, I'd have said yes, but but not now. But Russell's not ready. That's the problem. Maybe you put Russell in because he's big and strong and you think, well, he, he might be able to boss it more than Benson would. But it just didn't work, did it? That was the problem. It didn't work. Yeah. I think um, from what we've seen, I, 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 listen, I know the train and, you know, they're always ready, but... I think it's such a pivotal role, like you said. It's a key position. And he is a different type of midfielder than what Luca Cummel is. Um, I think it took him a little bit to get into the match. You know, there were a few misplaced passes, but after, uh, he did pick up. picked up a yellow card early as well, didn't he? He, he did, yeah. And and I actually, I, I looked at times, I'll tell you what I really liked, uh, what he did a couple of times. And I know this is really stupid and really minor, but you know when you play the head tennis and we're heading it forward and their defence hands it out, he like just headed it sideways to somebody, so the ball was on the floor rather than going. And there's flashes of there of a play. I just think he needs more game time. And yeah. and now that we'll talk about it later, maybe now you know we we know where we're going to finish. And does it make a difference third or fourth? We'll discuss later. Maybe he'll get a bit more game time. It overall pretty pretty. I mean, up front, no one can call. Do you prefer to wander? Let, let's be honest. If you're gonna play. Ipswich, Cole, because of the goals that he scores, and Norwood, it's his old teammates. So he'll want to try and maybe get an extra 5%. Yeah. Both teams had 10 shots. Um, both had five on target. Um, I think what's interesting, that Ipswich often went route one. And um, I think uh, Duff uh, alluded to that in his, his press conference. And in fact, their manager um, said as well, because they found it so hard with the press, they, they just had to go um, that, that route one. Um when we talk about two of the goal scorers, though, um, Ian, you know, the familiar names, aren't there? If anybody yeah. was going to score, Erste was going to get one. He's a South Yorkshire <laughs> lad. Yeah. And that goal, is there somebody at fault there, do you think? Is is it fair to say that Anderson probably maybe, is he half a yard of the pace? Did he Should he have been closer? Should he have got to it earlier? Should he have cut it out? What? How did you see that one? I think, I think they, they say they went route one because of the press. But you could argue that it would it probably would have been a tactical genius because when you look at the way Anderson got spun for one of the goals, it reminded me a bit reminiscent of Bolton in January when he committed the penalty and got sent off. Yeah. yeah. If you back into him and spin him, he wants to fight you. And re just recently he's wanted to get into a real physical battle. He's picked up a couple of yellow cards where he slammed on people to the floor like WWE. <laughs> and there's just been something in his trait where just these last couple of games and he was exposed for it. So maybe going, our probably Achilles heel is somebody going long, going over the midfield, isolating the centre-halves or certainly Anderson and having somebody who's quick and strong who can, who can because uh, Anderson's quick, um, to spin him and you usually one-on-one -on -one with a the keeper then or Anderson will then pull you down because he has got this thing in him where he will try and take you down. So I think there, there was errors. And was it Anderson that 
give the penalty away as well, I think, it was a bit clumsy. Two, two um, players, wasn't it? Two players. And yeah. and, and you, Anderson was one of you, them. Yeah, I think it was Anderson and Kitchen. Or, I, I, yeah. the, the thing was, you, you give the referee a decision to make. And when two yeah. defensive players almost crash into each other or sandwich an opposition player in the box and they go down, it's very hard. And although the Ipswich, although the Ipswich fans yeah. had, it was never a penalty. No, but you get they'll scream for it, won't they? And and that that will influence the referee. I thought it was poor, to be honest. But um, I I thought going back to your original point, um, there was a they, they switched off for the the goal from was it from the corner? Um, yeah, where he switched off there, gave Isted no Isted no chance. Um, yeah, the ball over the top, spun Anderson. I just I just felt of the two teams, it seemed a really open game. Um we weren't horrendous. We'd just come up against the best team in that division, who are in a great form, absolutely buzzing, and will probably comfortably be championship next season. I don't think they'll be looking at relegation back to League One next season. So you you take your hat off to them, they are in fine form. And when they, like you saying there about the stats were very similar to ours, we never really got a sniff, apart from Cole where he spun and then fired it over in front of the Ponty end. When they got a chance, they pretty much buried it and we didn't. And that was just the difference in slight class that they they were that little bit ahead of us. Um, although we are, I think the two teams are probably two of the best teams in the league at the minute, but they were that little bit ahead in the finishing, in how they manage the game, um, and you've just got to you've got to doff your cap to them for that. I think. Yeah. Um, and you want them to go up, don't you? Because you don't want to meet them anywhere ever again, do you? <laughs> you know Not really. I mean? No. 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 Um, the atmosphere. Um, and I think it's it's easy. To, I know. And we, you know, we put it on our social media of you know we need to be the you need to be twelfth man and everything. But it's hard, isn't it? Because it's always edgy. Yeah. They brought 5,000 and credit to them. And the, yeah. uh, listen, there the was singing and everything. But I think, you know, you will go down. And then in, in, in the crazy two minutes or three minutes before half time, which is a crucial time anyway to concede. Yeah. And oh, then it was always going to be, yeah, it was always going to be a, a bit flat. And yeah. um, we, we now know, uh, we now know, you know, we're in the playoffs. And, and I said, I think they counted it, and I think I said 16 times in a 90 minutes commentary. This result doesn't define our season because I don't, I don't no. think it does. We, we are where we are, and you know what? Credit and um, yeah, go, I mean, back, go, back, go, back, go back a year and where we were, the no oh, identity I, I, we had absolutely. And I think Duff's mentioned that as well. And quite a few people, a few workmates have uh, sort of pulled me to one side the day after and went, Oh, that was a bit of a uh, bad result last night, wasn't it? And, I, and I've said, I've said all to it wasn't, I don't think, I don't personally think it was a 3 0 game. I thought we played quite well. You three nil things you they wipe the floor with you, but when you've quoted the stats and you look at um, how well we played, um, pivotal moment, a couple of minutes before half time, a couple of individual errors, one goal before half time is always crucial. But two was like, and I've just said to people, we're playing the best team in the league. Who are in really good form. Um, don't let it define our season. We can bounce back. We bounce back all the way through this season through adversity, bad result here, bad result there. We've bounced back and put another run together. And we need to just... And we're touching on the atmosphere thing. I think if we come fourth, I'm right in saying that both games are on a Saturday. 
uh, playoff game semi-finals. So the home one is bound to be a sellout. Surely it's going to be close or close to a sellout. Whoever's going to come with it, it's Derby, potentially Peterborough, but probably Derby or Bolton. They're going to bring 5,000. Um, the rest of the, you'd think the rest of Oakwell will be full. I think the, the atmosphere will be bouncing come whatever, I think, mm. on, on that. So I don't think we'll have an issue with the atmosphere. And you talked about today, maybe fourth is um, strategically two Saturdays, you know, three o'clock kickoff, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Do you, do you have a preference? Do you look at the table as it is now and say, well, yeah. if we finish third, it'll probably be Derby. And if it's fourth, it'll probably be Bolton. Do, do you look and think that might be easier or not? I mean, Peter are still in with a shout. That, that's the only one. Is, yeah. there, is there a preference for you of, well, it could be there. Um, I would pers- I, I, I think Bolton, the top two is an era for you to the away match. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, to be fair, I'm sick of the sight of Bolton because I live here. <laughs> <laughs> and, and all the neighbours of Bolton fans will be going and it's a nightmare. But um, I think I'd rather play them because I've spoke to so many and they've all pretty much said, I mean, I know what they say doesn't mean what will happen, but they've all kind of said they don't, they're not good enough to go up this season. They think next season's the big push. They've said, you know, Victor Baezio, uh, they signed another couple in January, haven't worked yet. They might come back to haunt us, but they're saying that... Playoffs is, is a great thing for them. And they lost it on to Accrington the other night. And they've got Fleetwood tomorrow, which is another... I mean, although they say they, they, they struggle against those sort of sides. I just think we know Bolton. We, we sussed them out in the cup uh, and in the league away. I think Derby might be... a. I know they're not playing well, but it's just something about... I, I wouldn't fancy, really, two games against Derby. I think they'll be stinging after we whooped them 4-1. And I think going there with a full house would be difficult as well. So I would personally think two games against Bolton, I think, would. Because they're not free scoring. I think Derby on the day can really turn it on, especially at home. And that would be my worry, that we make sure that we come back from Pride Park with something. I don't know what you think. Do you think the same? I, th- I think Bolton don't, are not scoring many, and I think we could get a, a result there and bring them back here. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's difficult it's funny because um, we we so far so we've all played forty four. We've won twenty six games. Both Bolton and Derby have twenty one. They've drawn twelve, and there's only there's literally there's one goal difference in it. So Bolton's mm. got a goal difference of plus twenty three. Derby are plus yeah. twenty two, identical otherwise. Um, yeah. I'll be honest, I, I'd rather play Bolton. I think Derby, I know they had the financial constraints, but there was a way around them because when you have financial constraints, you don't sign players like Conor Horahan. Like, they don't yeah. come cheap, do they? You know what I mean? So yeah. I think they've got the class. I think a semi-final of Wednesday Derby, let's play Bolton again. But it wouldn't be our luck that Bolton messes up. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. 
The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? You reds? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And yeah. we could play Peterborough three times in a row, potentially. Which, well, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? You could do. I mean, there could still be a twist in that. I mean, I know Peterborough relying on others slipping up, but um, you just you just never know, do you? I think, are we going to be... Peterborough come here last game of the season, and if they still need something, are we going to be as going into 50-50s as much as we want it? Are we going to rest players? We just don't know, do we? So could they come here and get a result? They have to get something here. And that's the next question. They resigned to the fourth. I think it works better. Two Saturdays, great. You've got yeah. MK Duns away, Peterborough at home. Just MK Duns then. Players like Watters, Tedic, Thomas, Benson, would you now say keep an eye out and just make sure that some of these players, these key midfielders, whichever one, maybe give them a bit of rest? Maybe say to Cole, listen, you're going to get, I'm going to get you one hour, 45 minutes, then I want you to come off because, you know, we've got at least X amount of matches more. Thomas, yeah. you know, Luke Thomas, um, one of our best players at the start of the season. But Benson, I'll be honest, when Benson came on on, on, on Tuesday night, I saw flashes of, see, that's what he can do. And I yeah. tell you one other one that we haven't seen um, a lot of um, is Barry Cotter. He came on for Jordan yeah. Williams and twice he took his man on down the sideline and, 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 and he bet him. And I know, you know, he might have gone out for the throw or whatever, but we talk about the service. I think Jordan Williams, as, as good as he's been, and he was a game changer, wasn't he? When he came back from injury and he started yeah, playing. Absolutely. But yeah. I, you look at Barry Cotter, he's got a monster of a throw, which is a bit of a weapon. But he was he was he was just ready to take people on, and that sometimes with Williams, he seems to have to chase the ball and then loses out. Whereas Cutter with his feet, anyway, would you make changes or do you say no? It's a winning team, and and that 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 mentality and that has to keep going. So I wouldn't make any changes because then you've got the ask as well. What about injuries? It's a tough one, isn't it? It really is because you want to keep the momentum going, but you also, if anybody's got a slight knock or anybody's not hundred percent start them on the bench. I wouldn't drop them. I'd, I'd have them on the bench, but but I hope he doesn't rest it too much because I'm going tomorrow. <laughs> so I want to see a strong team and I want to see a win. But um, I think um, I think you're right, really. Um, if Connell isn't 100%, or I'd wrap him up in cotton wool, um, probably put that... I, I, I can see him doing it. He's talked about it, Duff. But he's also torn with keeping keeping the momentum going and being fair on the league as well. So he's not going to throw a load of kids in there. He's not going to start with Jallo tomorrow. Well, I don't think he no. is. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I could see... You could probably... Cotter in, in defence, Benson in the middle, Tedich, that You could make three, couldn't you? Three changes. Yeah. Drop Cole to the bench, Connell to the bench... Williams to the bench or something like that and say, right, well, we'll wrap you up in cotton wool and give you 20 minutes, half an hour or something. Um, I think that's quite reasonable to do. It'd still be a strong side, wouldn't it? And then also, those lads who come in, chance of a shirt there for the playoffs. See what well, you can do. This is it, isn't it? it? It's a competition for places. And, and 
the competition creates better quality, doesn't it? People up it another five or ten yeah. percent. Um, we have to have, um, you know, evening Mr. Eistead is Harry did, um, did a difficult match for him, you know, you know, yeah. especially at home and and beaten at your near post at the corner. I mean, there's lots of people there that I'm sure there would be a player normally that guards that point and it was just like, like a slick header on and anyway, but then but yeah. redeemed himself because they had a chance of 3 0 and you know, the penalty and a bit disputed, yeah. stop right that so. still went still with it later. But, um, I tell you what, I what, what I thought. Um, when you go into the playoffs, it becomes a pressure cooker, doesn't it? And the atmosphere yeah. is different. And what I saw on Harry Eistead was cool, calm, collected. At that point, yeah. with 5,000 away fans behind him, he, he was just focused. focused. And focused, I, I yeah. was, I was, I've been impressed with him anyway. We know we have. Yeah. But that tells me something because when we've come up against some of these better teams and you're 2-0 up, it's easy to have that confidence. But actually, to be 2-0 down and still save a penalty, you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And I mean, if, I mean, I, I tweeted out about Eistead and, and after straight after the penalty, and I was just like, you're going to enjoy him because these performances he's doing for, for Barnsley, you're not telling me that other bigger championship clubs are looking and going, he's had a great season, he's out of contract. Um, and maybe we might not sign it. We'd love to sign him. We know that, but we might not get him. So enjoy him while he's here. And then a few tweeted back. I mean, everybody's entitled to the opinion, and I'm not saying I'm right, but a few were like, mm, "I don't think he's any different than Collins or any better than Collins." But I don't know. For me, he's a lot more calmer, reassured um, than Collins. Is. Confident, um, and, and I think, and you know, we need we need him fully fit for these playoffs. We talked earlier this year, but we talked about the month of March and that was going to be vital to our season because we had some big, big yeah. visitors. You know, we had uh, we had Plymouth and... Anyway. And yeah. he, he started playing and it's like the Oxford, you go home and you're almost disappointed that we only scored two because we were just three scoring. It was always three or four. And I think the defence... It's it's well now, isn't it? Yeah. And, and, and the defence... Played. There was a calmness about the defence, and I think if you have somebody behind you guarding that net, those nets, that just has that bit of confidence. Bearing in mind, um, you know, um, there's a, there's a, you know, Connor Chaplin and 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 I said go way back. They played schoolboy football together. They were best mm -hmm. mates. Blah blah blah. Because Mister um, Eistead, good evening. Uh, put on Twitter afterwards uh, <laughs> that him uh, that Chaplin said to him, "I told you I'd score past your area, didn't I?" And and. <laughs> I have to say, um, I, and people can say what they want, and, and I'll get abused. But in that number ten role, what? Because he's not the biggest, is he? But you don't need to be yeah. when you got passes and and, and when you can when when you have the ability that he has. And yeah. I think if that's what that got away. In, in yeah, if you've got that footballing brain, sometimes you don't need the legs, and mm. um, you see it with a lot of top top players like Modric now, and I'm not, I'm not saying Conor Chaplin's a Modric, but you know what I mean? No, yeah. With it. You know, some of these small, because he's a smaller player, isn't he? You know, um, might not always be blessed with the pace, but if you've got a footballing brain, John Sheridan was was a classic for it in midfield. He played yeah, like 40. Absolute classic. He, yeah. get some young lads around him and just spray the ball, and he just is at the top of his game, and he is made for a number 10, not out wide like we played him. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's a little bit. He is like. Uh, well, it, it, we are the victim of bad management that season because he yes. didn't enjoy himself. He was out on mm -hmm. mainly out on the left, I believe, at front, which never really suited him. 
and we had no identity, we had no real style, and of course, you know, it was like a was it front part of a front three? I think yeah. Woodrow up front, and then yeah. and he, and he was wide, wasn't he? Thomas, yeah, Jacqueline, yeah, yeah, it just didn't work, did it? Well, in flashes, but not enough. No, and no. um, MK Dunst. Then, oh, sorry, before we do that, um, I saw something on Twitter, and I know the, the polls that BFC. Uh, Pulse 23 or whatever they're called put out. I, I quite like them. I'm always retweeting because it gives you a bit of an indication how people are feeling. And there was um, yeah. Callum Styles because obviously he signed a new contract before he went to Millwall, didn't he? I, I'm yeah. not sure. Millwall players saying he can come back if he wants because I don't think they're that impressed. Given that the head coach that we've got and, um, you know, given the, the, the squad that we've got, besides your personal sort of opinion, do you think Callum Styles could fit in, in, in the system that we're playing at the moment? I think he could fit in it. I do. Um, certainly bombing up because um, he played that sort of position, didn't he? He, he, he could almost go box to box yeah. um, down that left-hand side, was it? Where he could he yeah. could drop into a, a fight. One minute he's like left winger, next minute he's left wing back. Um, I do think he could do a job for us. However... Um, I remember I, I put something out the other month actually because he got he got an injury. I'm not sure if it was about March time, February March time or something. And pretty much universally, the comments and bars of fans were "Don't want him back." Attitudes are wrong. He didn't want to be here. He didn't want to start the season here. And you could understand it at the time. We got relegated. All the other better players were leaving. He's got a chance to play for the championship. You know, his head's going to be turned. I don't think he'd want to come back if we were if we didn't go up. No. Um, if we went up, it'd be interesting to see whether he'd come back and what the reaction of the fans would be. Um, but I do think he could do a job in this square. I think if we go up and it, it doesn't come off for him at Millwall, um, we need to strengthen. And he is a championship player, and that's what we're going to need to recruit. We've got to recruit better because, let's face it, this squad, as, as bits in it are, are quite good, it, it, it just gets spat out of, of the championship. Well, that, that, that was my final question before we go to the forecast. Um, I I said to my wife, although she rarely listens to me, like, <laughs> it's not just a match tonight because Ipswich are in the form of the lives. It's a real test of where we are, actually. I know we've done really well and we've played on and blah, 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 but this is a real test of actually how good we really are. So that was a bit disappointing with 3-0. Um, <laughs> but I, I do think I spoke to Steve. Uh, the, the traffic was terrible afterwards. 20 minutes aside of West End. Lovely stand, but just to, to be stood still, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> and, and I rang Steve and, and he said, you know, you, you, you look at that and you think, enjoy what we've got at the moment. Yeah. Playoffs, please go up. Don't think that this squad that this needs at least in three or four positions a, yeah. a, a bit of an overall because otherwise, yeah. and, and I'll tell you what he said. He said at the back you need at least one more because even if you stay with the same system, because you, you have to get covered. Mm -hmm. Bobby Thomas don't sign. You need somebody of that elk. Yeah. I know Kundi's been on a couple of times. Um, where else? I mean, midfield. We, you know, we, we've got we've just talked, haven't we? We've got Thomas. We've got Benson. We've got Kane. We've got Connell. Um, we've got Cadden out on, on, on so many. What? Where do we? Where do we need? If 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 that all comes off and we do go up, how many players are we looking at, and what positions are we looking at to strengthen? Not maybe for players to leave us, but just to increase no, that competition no. places. I'll be, I'll be brutally honest, and I think 
as good a season Liam Kitchens had, I don't think he's championship. I think he's a good League One player. And that's, you know, people shoot me down. He's had a great season. I think he's great. I really like him. But is he a mid-table championship player? Don't think so. Jordan Williams is a, is a is a tidy League One player. He's not. I don't think he's championship material. Um, Devante Cole. I'll be honest. In the championship up against those defenses, he will. You need a goal scorer, and and as good a, again as good a season he's had, he will not get the goals in the championship. I, I think he's a good League One player. Um, you could probably argue, and they're just they're just. You know, Norwood's never played at that level. He's getting a bit older now. Um, I, I just think it's a it's a good unit, but it's a good we're a good League One side. Yeah. You'd have to you'd have to have uh, you'd have to buy five five in in key positions. I really do. And don't forget the people that are leaving. You know, Bobby yeah. Thomas, uh, Josh yeah. Martin will be terribly missed. Um, you know, all the lone players, you know, Adam Phillips, um, yeah, so you know, Tadich. So, yeah, see, for me, it's somebody like what you what I would be looking at is like a Tom Edwards. If you could sign Tom Edwards and get him back and put him in that position, I think he's a championship player. I mean, he's at Stoke, I think he he looked a championship player. Um, you need to be signing somebody like that who would relax who, who is of that ilk because I just think, um. You come up against some of these sides that are established in that division. Um, I just think um, I think we're in, we're cruising for a bit of a bruising. I think to be honest, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's time, I suppose, if it does happen, and we all hope that it will. Um, they're all stinted sunglasses need to come on, and we need to look at the squad. Not the day after we've beaten Wednesday at Wembley. We need to let the alcohol out of our system, and then have a sober look a couple of days later. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I think Duffman said he was sitting down with Khalid. In, I don't know, I think he's done it now, or they're looking towards um, transfers. It must be difficult because they've got to look at it, well, budget-wise, if we don't go up, we're looking at these players. But if we yeah. go up, we get this money, we're looking at these players. So nobody actually knows until the end of May who we're actually it, going to put bids in for. It, it's making two shopping lists, one for Lidl yeah. and one for Marks and Spencers, isn't it? And, and just <laughs> depending on, you know, um, other supermarkets um, are available. <laughs> yes, of course. So, evening, Mr. Tesco. Um, <laughs> just before we finish, that, you're going tomorrow, you said, uh, yeah. MK Dons. Let's do a, a quick score forecast and who's going to score first for that. I'll go first and I'll put my, well, I haven't got a reputation because I'm. <laughs> um, I'll say that Barnsley will win and we will win 3 um, 0. And Josh Benson will score first. Mm. I'm going 2 0 victory and Adam Phillips. You know what? But, but this is this has been the good thing about Barnsley this season. There is always something to talk about, isn't there? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I suppose if you were the Ipswich podcast and I've listened to them and they are really good, it's hard, isn't it? To, 
keep talking about at least we lose now and then so we can we can have a moan and a groan and then we come back and everything is everything is fine again um ian safe journey down tomorrow to, uh, i'm kidding really i've been to mk dunce before we won 3-1 that day and chris dagnall scored first i know this because i had a bet on basley to win 3-1 chris dagnall to score first and um, <laughs> it's a really funny stadium and i think there was lots of praise from the ipswich fans for our stadium um, and just the atmosphere and the greetings yeah. got by, you know, by security and everything. MK Dons, it's, it's like the complete opposite, isn't it? It's, it's a big yeah, stadium. Yeah. 30,000, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, but nobody yeah, in it. And, and there'll probably be, I don't know, whatever. I know some of the Barsley fans are already there because they do the famous overnighters. I know the Manx Reds are there already. I believe the Courthouse Reds might have gone already as well. So, um, yeah, I'm sure the Barsley ends will be in, in good voice. So if you're travelling um, down um, tomorrow... And it's uh, fancy dress as well. Although I'm not partaking it. My lad is. He's already got his outfit. <laughs> oh, right. So what's your, can, can people keep an eye on? Because this it's Friday night now. I will upload this later on this evening. What? Who do we look out for then tomorrow? Is it a Smurf? Is no. it Super Mario? Is it not Incredible Hulk? <laughs> He's gone for... Um... The Goonies, there's that sloth one that goes, hey, you guys, he's got the face mask. Hey, you guys. Superman T-shirt. <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said the police, you're going to have to hide that mask. They probably won't let you in going, oh, you your identity. So if you see this really horrible looking sloth, it's my lad and I'll be stood next to him going, I'm not with him. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, yes, as always. <laughs> and thanks for joining us this evening. Uh, looking forward to um, your reaction to the match on your blog. Um, and, and on um, it's, um, is it Tykes underscore blog on Twitter? Is that right? It is. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, yeah. So keep an eye out on Twitter. And um, yeah, we'll be back next week where we'll, we'll be looking back at that fantastic victory away at MK Dons and looking mm -hmm. forward um, at the last match of the season. How quick has that gone? Match day, um, the last one, last, Fantastic to finish at home, which is always nice. Uh, the player of the season, we'll talk about next season. Who is our player of the season, our goal of the season? And um, we'll look at the state of the table because there might be a bit more clarity about who we'll be facing in the playoffs. But if you're going tomorrow, uh, safe journey, bring back three points. And um, on behalf of Barnsley Sport and the Talk Sport Fan Network, you've been listening to The Reds Report with Ian from the Tykes Blog and myself. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping. And Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight, analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. By beatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.